I want to spend a few moments with you in this Pentecost Sunday. If you notice, I'm in no hurry. This is Pentecost Sunday, and I feel like experiencing the presence of the Holy Ghost. I feel like experiencing God. You can't just talk about it. Every now and then, you ought to experience God's presence for yourself. Father, we bless you today. Have your way in this worship experience or in this word. We thank you that your word is alive and true and that you will speak to our hearts, Holy Spirit, and grant that we will hear you. In Jesus' name, amen. So word for us in Acts chapter 2, read in your hearing. Just for the sake of clarity, let me read it once again. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. And one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I want to talk today from the theme, Recognizing the Shift. Recognizing the Shift. It's not good enough to be in the midst of a shift if you don't recognize what's going on around you. It's not good enough to be there if you can't see from the signs around you that something transformative is in place, that something is different than what was, that something is going on. Maybe inexplicable, that which you have no ability to articulate or put your hand on. And so I wanted to give you some tools to recognize the shift. Because there are some things that God is in the midst of doing, even in this place. And if you will just look and see, you know, there's that passage that said, The Lord is doing and shall you not know it. There's sometimes when you need to have a shall you not know it question going on so that you're not the last one to figure out something done changed. Something happened. And I believe right now is a season where God wants a fresh anointing to flow in his church. Where God wants his church to let me put it this way, catch on fire. 
where God wants his anointing to come through and move it like supernatural because you see there are some things that are going on that only the Holy Spirit can heal. There are some things that are happening that only God can fix up. You can't do it. I can't do it. If the Holy Ghost doesn't do it, it can't be done. There's some things in which God wants to take and rebalance the scale and reshape and remold the lives of God's own people. And God's people need to be ready that God is preparing to do a great and mighty work even as he did at the day of Pentecost. God is getting ready to do something spectacular in this season. Don't, Don't fool yourself. It is not just the world that is changing It is the church itself, and the church needs to realize that God is in the midst of breaking up fallow ground and replanting in good soil that which he wants to come past even in these days. What's interesting about this text is it was during the Feast of Pentecost. It was on that time, 50 days after the Passover, when everything would have stopped when all of the people would have come together for a day to stop everything and to honor God, when everyone would have been expected to participate, husbands and wives and parents and children and servants and priests and widows and little babies and older babies, everybody, even the slaves there were expected to come together and worship God. It would be on that day that God would allow the Holy Spirit to come into the earth realm. On that day when everybody's stopping to celebrate the Feast of Weeks or Pentecost, it is that day that the Holy Ghost comes on down. It's that day that God decides to punctuate his presence and power into the earth realm by showing up in the upper room. It was that day that God chose to descend upon believers who were gathered together in his name. It was that day that God would choose to come down and not only touch men, but touch women and children as well. It was that day that God would show up and those who were gathered would receive from God what only God could give. God's anointing, God's presence, God's Holy Ghost, not on the outside superficially in worship, no, but on the inside, not something that only the men could show by going forth and having their circumcision as a sign that they were concealed, saved and sealed as Jews. No, this would be a circumcision of the heart where God would say, I'll write my name across your heart. There'll be no gender differences in my worship because what I'm about to do, everybody can get this. I'm going to drop a tongue on the men and the women because I'm getting ready to blow this thing up. I'm going to bless my people regardless of who they are and what they look like. I'm getting ready to put my anointing upon the earth and it will be in all flesh and somebody will glorify me. I'm getting ready to do a new thing. I'm reversing everything that happened at the Tower of Babel where your tongues were separated and divided. I'm bringing your tongue back together again. 
I'm going to let folk know where confusion once reigned, now we have a place now of new community. Where people were scattered, now I'm bringing folk back together again. Where people were pushed out because of their language, I'm bringing them back in because of my new tongue that I put in your mouth. I'm bringing you together with a tongue in your mouth and a praise in your heart to glorify your God. They were there, they were there, and the Bible declares that on that day, when they were there in one accord and in one place, something happened. I don't know if it was the one place or the one accord, but there was something about the unification of God's people getting together in one place at one time that God's presence showed up. I just wish I had some folk that didn't mind getting together at one place and at one time and say, come Holy Spirit, we need you now. Come Holy Spirit, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay right here with us filling us with your love and for these blessings we'll lift our heart in praise without a doubt we'll know that we've been revived when we leave this place I, I wish somebody didn't mind getting on one accord and in one place it was at that moment that Pentecostal fire dropped can't nobody holler like goo fire dropped Fire dropped in their midst. Fire happened in their midst. And I want you to understand something. When the shift happened, they were able to hear, see, and feel. I'm going to preach this just a minute. Y'all better help me. They were able to hear, see, and feel. I know some of y'all want to park your feelings in the parking lot or at the home with your bedroom, but no, no, no. You want to put your feelings in front of the basketball game, but leave them out of the church. But they were able to hear, see, and feel. You, you think the feeling time is only when baseball is on or only when you watch a Lifetime movie, you can cry then and weep then over the problem. No, they were in their worship place. They were able to hear, see, and Y'all ain't helping me right there. Sometimes you ought to be listening for the move of God. Tap somebody and say, neighbor, you need to listen for the move of God. I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. I hear the sound of thunder. I hear the sound of a praise. You ought to have your ears on. You ought to be able to hear what God's doing. Sometimes you got your ears stuffed up. You got wax in your ear when you ought to have your ear ready for worship. Metaphorically, wax in your ear represents all the gossip you've been listening to, all the foolishness you've been talking about, all the things you let slip in your spirit. You got wax in your ears when you ought to be ready for worship. Clean out your ears so you can hear the sound. Oh, 
of worship. I feel like preaching in here. The Bible says, they suddenly, they heard from heaven. Tap somebody, say, neighbor, open up yourself to hearing the witness. Mm -hmm. I need to be open to God moving in heaven. Everything God wants to do is not just going to be on the earth because he will do it in the spiritual as it precedes what happens in the natural. So I need to allow God to do it in the spiritual and open up my ears so I can hear what's going on in the spirit realm. You may not hear it in your flesh. It may be like a whistle for a dog to me though because I hear different than you hear because I hear what's going on in the spirit realm and I can hear a sound. I hear a sound of Pentecost. I hear a sound. They, they heard it. They heard it. They heard it. That's why, that's why I look at somebody and I say, neighbor, you need to hear a word from the Lord. Let me just say it one more time. I know, I know this is a one and done for you, Sean. So let me say it to you here. When you get there where God's sending you, make sure they hear a sound as a word from the Lord. I don't care what else they do. Let them hear a sound. Let them hear what thus saith the Lord. Y'all don't hear me here. See, some of y'all been hiding from scripture and hiding from word and hiding from truth, but don't hide from what's going to heal you. Don't hide from what's going to deliver you. Don't hide from what's going to save you. Don't hide from what's going to remake you and remold you. But not only did they hear something, but they saw something. They were seeing something. What do you mean they saw? Listen, listen, the Bible says they saw the Holy Ghost moved. There was a sound, and then they saw the Holy Ghost move. Oh, help me hear somebody. I need, I need to preach in here one moment. Then let me get this. Listen, listen, listen. Every now and then, you ought to be ready for an ocular demonstration from heaven that he's real. Every now and then, you ought to say, show me your glory. Y'all didn't get it. Every now and then you ought to act like Moses and get greedy. I know we've been talking face to face, but I still ain't been close enough. So I want to ask you, Lord, show me your glory. I don't care if you got to hide me in a cup of a rock, but show me your glory. You've got to be open and say, God, I want to see a manifestation of your power and of your spirit. I want to see a manifestation of your anointing in the earth realm. Show me your glory. Okay, I'm going to my seat. Let me, let me just say it one more time. I got to say it one more time. Let me just do it. Let me tell you something. You may be going through something right now. You may be dealing with a hard situation. You may not know how it's going to come out. You may not know what God's going to do. But I dare you just to ask him, show me your glory. Show me something, Lord. Now, let me help you here. They didn't see everything at one time. They didn't know the complete future at one time. But they got enough of heaven so that they can trust God on the earth. 
And what you want to do is to get a glimpse of what God can do enough so you can hold on to what he will do in the earth realm and know it's going to be all right. Here it was. They heard. They were hearing. They were seeing. But then all of a sudden they were feeling. They were feeling something. Every now and then. Uh, I go in the gym sometime, and Paul, he, whether he's working with me or not, I'll go to Vantage Personal Training, and Paul walked up to me and said to me, he said, Reverend, how are you feeling? And I looked at Paul and said, with both my hands. <laughs> now, I know he's trying to ask about my health. But I'm feeling what, y'all don't miss that right there. Let me, every now and then, you ought to be able to feel God with both your hands. You ought to be able to raise your hands in the air and raise them like you just don't care. If you've been saved like I've been saved, somebody say, oh yeah. to be able to feel something. I don't know about you, but I feel God working something out. Let your Pentecostal fire fall in my life. Now lift your hands up and begin to worship him. Begin to worship him. I believe when the fire fell, it healed them first so they could go and heal the world. So let the fire fall on you so you can speak a word to the world. Let the fire fall on you so you can heal others. Let the fire fall on you so the anointing can be revealed in the earth realm. Hallelujah. 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 I feel the anointing in the room. I feel the anointing in the room. Thank you, God. We put it in your hands. We put our lives in your hands. We put our homes in your hands. Our work in your hands. Our ministry in your hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Woo! 
Thank you, God. Thank you. Glory, glory, glory. Have your way, Lord. Go ahead and receive it. Yes, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You see it? Seated in majesty. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, God. You are the risen King. Go ahead and receive of God. Receive your anointing. Receive your anointing. Receive your anointing. Some of you are being anointed just to go back to work, to walk into that job fearlessly. Some of you are being anointed to go into your house, lay hands on your loved one, lay your hand on your spouse, and see God do a new work. Some of you are being anointed to ride down the street, and God's going to use you in front of people. God's going to bless you. Woo! Glory. invitation. Maybe there's somebody here today that would like to be a part of this Shiloh family. I extend to you an invitation to come. Give your hand to one of these ministers, your heart to the Lord. If you're here today and you want to be a part of this fellowship, I extend an invitation to